Hey Derek, I see you brought your trades today. I'm looking for a uh, Warmonger's Diplomacy, a Scowling Flesh Bag, or any of the Marvel figments. Do you happen to have any of them on you? I don't. I just traded out my last few, but I do know where you can find them. You know, where is that? Because I really need these to play my newest stack. Uh, you're going to have to check out the Banish Zone. Uh, they have all your TCG and tabletop gaming needs. Yeah, okay, so, you know, you know that Flesh and Blood. What if I need some cards for my commander deck, or if I'm interested in a newer TCG? Well, sir, you are in luck. Not only do they carry magic, Pokemon, flesh and blood, but also some of the smaller games like Final Fantasy, Grand Archive, and the My Hero card game as well. That's pretty cool, you know. Collecting these games is cool, but what happens if I want to play them? They also have a schedule of events for playing uh, all of their games, in including those smaller TCGs, so you know exactly when to show up. They're even going to be getting Lorcana soon. This is all well delightful, you know, having all this stuff, but where can I find them? Uh, you'll be able to find them in the heart of Warnersville, PA, not far off of Route 30, or online at thebanishzone.com. Uh, they're not yet able to ship, but they're working hard to try to get everything ready. There's been a little road bumps, but once I do, there will be tons to explore and have shipped right now. It's in store pickup only. All right, I'm placing my order right now. I'll be heading out to Warnersville. I'll see you later, Derek. All right, see ya. Ladies and gentlemen, we kindly ask that you make your way to your seats. The show is about to begin, and we wouldn't want anyone to miss a thing. Before you, you will witness something never seen before. For the next hour or two, our hosts Brandon and Derek will guide you through the magical realm people know as flesh and blood. Maybe even pick up a guest on the way. Oh, and uh, refreshments not needed. This round's on me. So sit back. Relax and enjoy, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Steel Blade Showtime! Hello and welcome to Steel Blade Showtime. We are back after a two-week hiatus due to complications and adulting. Um, and I'm here again with my co-host Derek. Derek, we feeling I'm good this feeling week. pretty good. I have working internet, Comcast doesn't hate us. Uh, yeah, it's pretty chill. So, we got two weeks to catch up on here, one which includes a uh, free play, casual play day that we did at the Banner Zone. Um, we got to catch up on ProQuest season. Um, I think we missed heavy hitters as well in that point, so yeah. we got a lot to talk about this episode. Yeah, a lot has happened, uh, and we were around for none of it. Like, some of the stuff, obviously, I was at ProQuest, but, you know, we, the show, the grand we. Yeah, so, so, first week, Derek said, Comcast said they hate him and they hate the show, so no internet for Derek. Uh, we were so and then... upset. <laughs> I, I didn't even realize it was and a the... problem, because there was also work being done like on the lines in uh in my complex at the time it's like oh okay we'll just wait a little bit like it's scheduled maintenance they didn't tell us anything but sure scheduled maintenance it's fine so we let it go go all day without internet um and then it's still showing the maintenance thing when i go to bed I'm like all right it's gonna be fine for my work from home tomorrow you know they'll they'll fix it up we'll be good uh, wake up, of course it's still out, and we come to find out uh, the discount that we were supposed to have was not applied, and they said, 
Well, it's too late to honor it. So. Oh no, you course Comcast. It's, we gave you this discount, but it's too late to honor yep. it. Go away. Absolutely Go away. baffling. And then the week after that, I had to adult and had a bunch of chores that I skimped out on since I hung out with you guys at the Pro Quest. I didn't play in the Pro Quest, but I hung out there with you guys that Saturday all day, so skimping out on chores was probably not the smart idea, but we had I had a lot of yeah. fun anyway. It was a good time. So, let's start with week one. We had the social play at the Banner Zone, and that was absolutely fantastic. It was incredible. Uh, there were... Was there, there were five of us. Five. Yep. Five, yep. It was me, you, Josh, James, Yes. Kat. Good crew. Uh, very happy to see everybody there. We, uh, we got, like, what? Three, four games of UPF in? Uh, yeah. four. Pretty sure it was four. It was a good, long day of punching each other in the face repeatedly. <laughs> I was on Genus the whole day, and played politics, and I'm pretty sure every game I... After the first game, I was like, I took Derek's... Uh, life counter that he had, got from Magic and usually uses and started tallying each game how much uh, silver I created a game. Because that first game I created an insane amount. Because I think I dropped to like 5 or 6 from like 15 or 16 at one point and then jumped back up to like yeah. 15 or 16. Yeah, it was bonkers. Cycled cash in like I think once. Drew until I got both of them, played them, drew even more, cycled two more cards back in, had multiple turns of like 20 plus damage, sit down, Melody, Genus can right. do it too. Meanwhile, uh, Josh, who took the just the, the straight pre-con Melody at one point, uh, what did he throw, I think it was 52 damage in one turn? Yeah, it was... Cause he, he had it something was a lot. insane, like, I think it was final act, uh, throwing two life of the parties, breaking crazy brews both times, uh, followed by another final act. Ridiculous. <laughs> and, uh, that game get to came down to just me and him. We were sitting catty-corner to each other, so every turn he activated, Jingle wouldn't said, Brandon, what do you want? And I was like, hmm, I think I'll take this. I think most of the time I took a quicken, or might, I think. I think there might have been, like, one time you between... said might, but it, it was, like, 90%. It was... Yeah, because you already had a quicken, because someone coaxed. Was it me that coaxed? Might have been. Very, very well could have been. <laughs> Derek's sitting over there on his life gain uh, dash, and um, <laughs> there's nothing life gain dash can do when you're threatened with a final act and life of the party. <laughs> like, most of that was thrown at... The the first final act Cat. and two life of the parties were thrown at Cat. And then the last final act was thrown my way, and I went, oh, okay. Because <laughs> I forget what happened. Right, because you had attacked me previously, 
So I was already down a couple cards in hand. Yeah. Defended as best I could. I That'd be... I can't remember. I think I technically lived that turn, but it didn't really matter in the long run. Uh, it never really does once you get that low with a Melody and a Gina sitting caddy uh, to your yeah, right and left. who had basically agreed Melody... already. We're not each other's enemies yet. We're Gucci. <laughs> and then, so, first game Josh actually sat down with his regular Blitz Prism deck, but he played it right. He, he sat down, he admitted it was a regular Prism deck. Because uh, he's like, that's all I have on me. And I was like, okay. But he played it right, because he didn't just play Prism. He just... Here's a... He, he played politics with it, basically. And he let the politics happen. And it was a, a beautiful nightmare. Because we did not handle Prism correctly. Because uh, we... We, we left we Prism did. alone. It was a mistake. We should not have done that. Um, I, I tickled. I was tickling him a little bit every so often. Now, I did at one point do the classic Shiana clapback of someone gave me a quicken. Uh, oh my god, I forgot <laughs> that turn existed. And so I did uh, Endless Winter. Uh, no fuse, unfortunately. I had recently pitched my, uh, my Frost Axe. And then I did a Warmonger's Recital into a second uh, Endless Winter, both at Josh on Prism. Uh, and this is where I found out about a horrifying thing that I didn't know. Uh, so en Endless Winter says, if this hits, even if it's not fused, whenever you activate an ability, you get a Frostbite. Cool. Great. Yep. I thought, awesome, it's going to stop... Like, all of the Luminaris shenanigans, I'll be good. Like, I can I can hit him again next turn, and I'll be fine. Um, incorrect, because as it turns out, uh, the Frost Hexes, or the Frost Bites, are in fact auras that Prism controls <laughs> for the purpose of Merciful Retribution. So, <laughs> he spent his turn activating an ability... Paying the frostbites, activate another, which was destroying the frostbites and throwing arcane damage at me. Uh, which I I made the mistake of not wearing any null rune, so <laughs> yeah, I sure did threaten what that was nineteen damage in one turn. Cool, great, very good. Yeah, but you you were low at that yeah, point too. Yeah, I, I ended that turn cycle at like two or three health, if that. Um, because I, I was sitting pretty okay. I was at like 9, 10 range. And I can't remember if it ended up being 6 or 8 arcane. Because since I hit him with 2 endless winters, and he already knew the mechanic and let both hit, even by one point. Um, <laughs> you just went, oh, like, okay. Oh, perfect. Break. I see a window. I can throw a boatload of damage your way. <laughs> Absolutely insane. Also very smart Incredibly on his part. Incredibly smart. Josh is a fantastic player. Yes. Also, he won all three games that we played, yes, too. So, I think all but one of them, Derek, was also the first out, yeah. too. 
<laughs> I, I think the other person that went out before me was in the first game. I think James did. Yes. He was on Taipanis and just got absolutely slaughtered by me. Yeah, it was... It did not go well for him. Uh, it's fine. He had a good time. It's fine. And then... So, game one, it was you on Shiana, Josh on Prism, me on Genus, James borrowed my Taipanis, and Kat on Pro Teclo. Um... I though that one I didn't end I didn't get out I wasn't the last one out I was second to last on that one I believe because I think it was me first and then Cat for Josh to secure the win right and then the second one we were playing was Josh and you flip seats and you went to your dash deck I love that thing and. I think, and then this one, during this one is when they did the giveaways, and I won the Melody Mat, and two Rainbow Foil. I got one piece of equipment and one song. And I am still incredibly jealous that you got that mat. <laughs> uh, don't worry, we'll get you one here at some point. It'll happen eventually. And then Cat won the cold foil. Um, and then everybody else just got two rainbow foil cards. Because you know, there was only what? Yeah, there was only five of us. Technically six when Jason yeah. showed up. And then we played a third game in the basement of the UPF where Josh went back to Prism. I put, I think, one blue sunkiss in my deck because i already played two red and it my first turn that moon which came up it lined up perfect because i had one sunkiss in hand so i went moon wish it hit by one i think and then i went all right sunkiss i searched grabbed a red sunkiss played it played the blue drew two cards gained four life and continued my onslaught I just cannot fathom making the conscious decision to run a one-value card. Technically, it's two. Well, it's gain one life and draw a card if it lines up correctly for the blue one. Yes. And yeah. so it can do stuff, sort of. It's also a blue. It is a blue. That's one of the other reasons I put it in. It's a blue. There's so many better blues, though. Yes, but it also now lines up that I can also possibly have a moon wish in hand and then search out another one. It might. Or, I mean, sun kiss in hand. Now, the blue moon wish I probably would never put in. That's too low of an attack for me. A two block? No, thank you. Especially in UPF where 90% of the cards will block yeah. for two? That is one of the wild things about UPF, is all the fun cards don't block great. No. But they're fun, and that's exactly. why they get played. I'm here for it. I, I love the look of whenever somebody, I look at them and they go like, I, don't know, I look at them and say, um, 
yeah, my genus can output 20 to 30 damage across t during pop multiple oh, yeah. turns. Not, it can't do it consistently, like, every turn, but, like, I can... Nobody touches genus because Silver Palms is absolutely insane. That That's going on the Patreon. Um, Brandon made a whoopsie. Yeah, I did. It's freaking insane. Because um, everybody likes that. Yeah, I'll draw an extra card yeah. at the start of my turn. Because you either start with five or you can block a little bit and not get too punished for it. I'll take five cards. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that's and territory. then and a lot of my then and i also i'm not trying to brag here but i feel like i play genus pretty well because i don't start myself off as a threat yeah my early turns i go all right uh everybody do what they want off genus i'm gonna activate genus you can put a card you can cycle a little bit here get some silver and then I'll do, like, a little attack, like a coke, something that's not, like, I'll go, or, and I'll look at people and be like, hey, can you block three, take one, they go, and then I'll let them gain the life back, basically, so they don't get hurt, but they get a quick in and get to draw a card yeah. as well. Helps them cycle I their deck. I am... Gets you, gets you some points in the, uh, political category. Mm-hmm. I play it very, I play, I, I am not trying to brag, but I think I play Genus very well. a very well. good Genus. Except when someone sits down against... And the thing is, Derek knows what's going to happen. He just yeah, lets it happen. He does, not, he does not view me as an enemy because he just... He goes... He's, Silver Palms is too tempting for him to see me as an and enemy. And also, it's not... I don't think it's fun, personally, entering a game already going, this person is my opponent. This is UPF. I am here for the shenanigans. Whether that makes me win or lose. He's like... Derek goes, I want to see this man do his pop-off exactly. turns. <laughs> I want to see Coax of Commotion into Coax of Commotion into Drone of Brutality go again, Life of the Party go again into another drone. This is what we're here for. <laughs> I don't care if I lose the game. It's UPF. <laughs> this is what it is. I don't think you've... I think you've been... It's never really you that faces that Not down, really. though. I think you've only faced it down, like, once. Usually it's the... Per like, I, the games where you've <laughs> popped that off, typically there's someone in between us. And I'm just like, yes. alright, rad. I dodged it. <laughs> we did it. And I, I kind of do feel bad, because I think Cat uh, took the blunt of that most yeah. of the time. But also, I was just like, Professor Teclo can do what I'm doing on a normal yes. turn. Yes, he can. Uh, Teclo is a monstrosity, uh, and also very, very good in regular blitz. Uh, it's yes. almost like having a consistent discount on, uh, setting up your game plan is strong. It's insane. Absolutely insane. And I love it. So, that's how our UPF went, and honestly, I can't wait to do it again. To be honest, I have... I have, I would, like, I wish we I could do UPF more than I could do CC. I have so much more fun playing yeah. UPF. It is an absolute blast. Like, I still stand by it is the best 
one of, if not the best, formats in this game. I know a lot of people don't agree with me, but I think that's the ticket. Oh, there's a lot of people that don't. There's also some people that, and it's nothing against them at all, but they, they like, playing a game like that for fun is just not their cup of tea, and there's right. nothing wrong with that. You know, everybody has their interests. But I'm not the competitive type. Is it would it be cool to win? Yeah, I'm not saying it isn't, but you know. But that's not your speed. I'd much rather sit down with friends. I love going Promise of Plenty, Moon Wish, playing the shenanigans. Because to be honest, a day of UPF always feels better, like walking out of that store, than a day of like a Pro Quest or a Skirmish or even just an Armory. Yeah. If the Armory wasn't UPF. Right. And I know, like, after the first time we played it with Jeff, and he absolutely loves it he now. He became a believer. Yeah. His... Sometime you just gotta get people to see to believe. Because he had the unfortunate, like, first experience of, uh... His first UPF experience was, was twofold. One was everybody just brought, brought regular Blitz decks. And then the other time... Uh, he brought Data Doll to a Yorick. Oh, that is not a good time, and nobody told him otherwise. So he just kind of went, "Well, it's the deck I've got on me, so sure." And then you don't ever hit any of your boosts unless, like, you might know it's your sleeve on top. But other than that, other people right. are playing your items. <laughs> And they've got a four. Somebody else hand. gets microprocessor. And yeah, so then he had a regular Kasai deck, but he played it well because he played the. He said that he said the only thing I have is my normal Blitz Kasai, but I'm not going to play it like a normal Blitz Kasai. No. And he didn't. He played politics. So, if you can sit down with a normal Blitz deck, so. I was saying, if you sit down with a blitz deck and you, like a built blitz deck, you become public enemy number one. You usually do. If you're able to play politics with it, you're not going to be public right. enemy number one. You gotta know how to play the political game. It is the way to Or poke poke. Right. This is why I've had this rant in so many places, on here plenty. I... I'm so sad that Ninja just doesn't work in UPF. Yes. The mechanics are not written for it. I understand UPF is like a, a fun side format. They're not going to change the way they write Ninja to support UPF. But. Yes. They could always make... Well, they did say they are doing apparently one of those boxes yes. a year. So maybe, the net, maybe they put a new Ninja in that box... That does work for you. Hopefully. I would be so excited. I do genuinely enjoy, like, Ninja in theory. Yeah. I can see where it can be fun. Because you can string together some fun things that will... See, part of me wants to build a Ninja that's, like, all the blue zero cost. Blue zero cost block 
and then just build like a huge block deck. And then all my turns are Kadachi, Kadachi. <laughs> Kadachi, Kadachi. Run of Brutality. Kadachi, Kadachi. <laughs> Kadachi, Kadachi. And then just sit there and right. watch what happens. This round's on me. And then someone plays this round's on me, so the person, other person that didn't gets Kadachi, Kadachi instead of 1-1. One, one. It's the ultimate defense. It is. I think we need to do, like, a no-holds-barred UPF. I still want to do a CC UPF at some point. CC UPF would be wild. And what what do you mean by no-holds-barred? Anything is legal. Like, I want to... Like, a no-holds-barred... So, like... I want to play Starvo in UPF, but I'm not going to build him like a normal Starvo. I don't understand how that's possible he's got such a finite it is... direction well i mean you just don't include elements <laughs> listen if anybody can do it i think i can do it all right it's probably possible i i could come up with some crazy crap all right so can you so if any and you will probably be the one i talk to while 100%. building it so i think we could do it I think we could do it. I want to, but not like I just want to do like someone like take Genus, just make him forty yeah. health and sixty card deck. I would love that. It would be fantastic. And also, this past before before we get on the pro quest topic here, I did. I I'm assuming you saw. I found the picture of our old championship belt proxy yes. that we had. Yes, I did. And it made me sad. Yeah. But also happy. Because those were good times. It was good times. Uh, unfortunately, the, uh, some of those buds don't live in the area anymore. But life happens. Yep. And we were technically social play before social we play was a thing. We were the OG. Nobody else was doing it before <laughs> us. Obviously. <laughs> We were the social play in the area, alright? We were just calling it Free Play Fridays. Yeah. Fun times. Do you still have the Command and Stonkers? Oh yeah. Yeah, they're around. And the Spoils of War. I think you need to break them out sometime. I will absolutely get those pulled out at some point. (laughs) I think we need to have like a flashback there where they just come out. Maybe that's where I'll, uh... Or... Uh, or... You let me use them in my CC genus deck. Yeah, sure. There we go. Alright, so, ProQuest. I know you did too, I didn't do any. So, how'd your ProQuest go? The ProQuest went, uh, pretty okay. I, I think we talked about the first of them, um... At fourth wall, didn't we? We did not talk about the fourth wall one. Okay. I was like, I have not seen you since the social play. Or no, since the pro quest at um, right. the Banderstone. But we haven't had an episode since the, pro, the oh, no, social play. no, we did play. talk about the fourth wall one. Because I, I talked about how close the race with Dash is against Chad. Yeah. 
So we did do that one. As I also felt, and again, sorry if you're uh, if you're listening out there, round one Azuri that I uh, pummeled like three or four turns in a row. Oh, that's right. I forgot the social play was in between was, the two. Yeah. Oh, so then you only have the Banner yeah. Zone to talk about. Banner Zone was a ton of fun for it. Um, like, as it always is. But we we kicked it off. Um, I'm trying to remember who my round one was. I have my notes somewhere, but I didn't think to get them out of the time. It was David. David right, Bolton. right. It was David on. I remember Bolton. I walked because I just kind of glanced over and I saw who you were playing, and I was just like, "Yep, he's happy." Probably. I, I'm happy because one, David's a delight to play against. Uh, his, for context here, when he wrote down like the sheet to track the life, uh, obviously I was on Vincent, um, and he was on Bolton, so he wrote good versus evil for our, for our health trackers. Uh, we were we were on the correct vibes from the get go, and this match, un- unlike the other, because like the last time I played him at the one k, uh, I got all of the draws I needed, and he got none of them that he needed, and I had him on the back foot like from round one, and it w- it was very lopsided. Uh, this game was incredibly close. Uh, the final life totals was I was at one, because the only reason I, I snuck through that last damage to kill him was I was able to keep as my, my last two cards in hand and survive with two health, a shadow puppetry and something I had enough rune chance for. I don't remember exactly which thing I rune gated. It didn't matter. It was the fact that I had shadow puppetry to pay the one life, dropping from two to one, and fire off the unpreventable rune chant. And he did not have a sigil or anything to gain life in response. Uh, so that, that took the game for me. But if he had been able to either gain life, or if he hadn't dropped to uh, to one to pull off his previous turn, I think he would have had me. That was like my last hurrah. I... I would have had to block even even having to block one attack means there's a high odds that I cannot pull off a a rune gate at that low health. That was so 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 mm-hmm. close. Uh, then round two, I played one of the the Banish Zone's newer players. Um, he was on Fi, only been playing for about uh, I think he said about like a week and a half. Decided to pop out to the to the Pro Quest. I felt very badly that he had not played against a, a rune blade yet. Um, so that that went very well for me. Uh, it was a really fun game. He didn't take it like personally. Uh, we were joking around the whole time, and he just kind of was like, "Ah, oh, dang, <laughs> that sure does ruin my turn, doesn't it?" Pummel is a card you can play. That makes sense. <laughs> Um, so that was my round two. Uh, and then round three, I ended up, uh, playing into Bravo. Incredibly close game. 
Uh, I had him down to two, which is better than I had hoped I would be. Because uh, most of the time, my Bravo matches are... I have to play them like near perfectly to have a shot. And I was going to say, the game that me and you played that one time... If you did, if I didn't let you take back the overblock that you did, you would have probably got really exactly. destroyed. Because you blocked with your grasp when you didn't have to, and my next turn I buffed. Right, and I would have lost my grasp had a, had that one take back not happened. Like that—that's what I mean about the playing perfectly. Um, like I—I I need to be right on the dot to have a shot. Um, so I had him at two. I was really happy with that showing when it when it all lined up. Uh, I got one too many rune bladed hands where I couldn't really do a a setup or anything. I just had to block out and go. Okay, well I'll banish this thing. Hope it pays off. Uh, Bank of Chan. Then round four is the one that will uh, live in infamy in my heart. Because uh, rounds three and four were effectively my, my win and ends. I, I was 2-0 going into round three. That would have 100% locked me. And if I had won round four, uh, I would have had a very good shot at getting into the bubble. Um, but I, I played against Todd on Azuri. He's an incredible Azuri pilot. Um, I was on the back foot. The, the first couple rounds because I was seeing you know, hands that were I have only my four cost. You know, I only have widespread annihilation. Uh, I can't do that on round one and like actually rune gate it. So I was like, okay, I'll do some setup, try to block out, like stop the effects. Cool, good. And then by the time I had a, like a, a modicum of setup, I saw, in a row, four turns with zero attack in my hand. R I For so many reasons. Because one, obviously, in any deck, with the exception of wizards, you don't want to see hands that do not have a single attack. That's bad for business. You, you're trying to punch each other out. If, if you don't have fists... You can't punch. No. You can tickle with your weapon. Sure, but Vincent can't really do that. Uh, because if I decide to tickle with the weapon, I lose all my build-up. True. Well, no, not if you're playing True, but I, I wasn't. Um, what were you on, Flora? Uh, I was on Reaping Blade. Oh, no. I forgot. Uh, and, and once again, this, this uh, event, it did, in fact, fizzle a sigil. Did did he whoever played it? Did they play it and then not realize? Yeah, they they played it, uh, and then went went to write down their health. And I went, I'm so sorry. You are actually above me right now. You do, you do not gain it. Uh, R.I.P. And that's one of those situations where I had to say that this was in round five that this happened. It was a dromai. Um, it still yeah. did what he wanted to, um, but. Because it still turned on, uh, or no, he wasn't Basically doing it to turn on the dragons that like... turn. Um, 
he went to go pitch it instead to make an ash, and I have to say, I, I'm very sorry. There is a chance this, like, the, the outcome of this game gets me in the bubble. You cannot take that back. And, and he was grateful. Like, he said, you're right. Sounds good. And he just put it in the trash. Uh, and that was that was that. We had a good rest of the game too. Um, but the other downside of seeing no attacks in your hand against Azuri, uh, pop quiz for people who uh, play or play against Rune Blades. Uh, most of the the cards in your deck that block three are. Uh, what what type of card? Attacks. Attacks. And, and you're not attacks. What do they typically block for? <laughs> they sure do. So I'm sitting here against Azuri throwing uncontested uh, dagger, stealth, what do you do? <laughs> Trying to hold on to, like, a card I can banish to at least... You know, pull off the uh, uh, the the rune gate eventually, just leaking damage left and right. By the time I started like having hands to swing, uh, he was at thirty three health, I was at thirteen. Oof. That is an incredibly hard uh, match to come back from that much of a deficit from. Because, like, you have to... You can't assume there's nothing behind the stealth. You have to block. Yeah. Uh, I also faced down four Command and Conquers thanks to Codex of Frailty. Oh, <laughs> that was so and... awful. <laughs> uh, made me severely I mean... regret. Like, I had been considering, because Lexi was still around... You know, do I do I have those two flex spots I was fooling around with become uh, down and dirties just to, to board it against Dromai because extra poppers and to put into my arsenal from the graveyard for uh, Codex of Frailty turns. I did not, but I sure wish I did. <laughs> What did you put in your graveyard instead? I think it was a Deathly Delight. Um, I don't remember exactly what it was, but he did it off the back of a already very strong turn. I believe it was... Uh, I believe it was Dagger, E-Strike, Go Again. Um, searching for Scrap so we could have the two floating uh, for five go again, because he scrapped the thing. Codex CNC. Uh, so by the time that happened, I, I had already blocked out with most of my things, so I just grabbed whatever was on the top, because I knew it was leaving. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, that was bonkers. Todd is an incredibly good pilot. He did make it into the top eight. I believe he won his first round in top eight, uh, and then lost to a Dromai by the wire. Um, 
in in his second match in top eight. You think uh is gonna be the top person now or you think it's gonna be like a pretty open format? Dromai feels like the ticket. Honestly, the the Tome of Imperial Flame is incredibly strong. I, I stand by and I, I had this chat with the uh uh the guy that I played in my fifth match. I think the only reason that I did not uh lose to him that match was because the only time he saw Tome of Imperial Flame was his last hand when he needed it to be a card that blocks. Uh... So he did not get a chance to actually play it. I didn't have to deal with it. It was just... Well... I guess I die now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Derek. Real quick, how much do you think Master Cog is? Uh, I want to say the rainbow's at 50 and the cold's at 1, 100. I'm not looking at the cold. Yeah, rainbow's at yeah. 48. Insane. Yeah, people aren't really using it. I I think it's a very good card. It needs a very specific deck. Um, but I, I think it has a lot more value than people are giving it credit for. Uh, I, I think personally, I it slots into a max deck very easily. Hey, you know what time it what is? What time is it? It's time to see how much cold foil first at... Oh my god, Corsham is going for. How? There's one for it's 90. It's down to 90. Diggity yes. dang. What a time to be broke. For Am realsies. I right? <laughs> Hopefully it'll stay that low, because I do want it for some UPF shenanigans. Like, oh, that's yeah. the main reason I want it right now. Because, like, nobody can legally play it in CC. Uh, I guess Icelander can, for the time being. Yeah. But that's it. Who, why would she play that? But, you could... and I'm not saying that Pick on Derek, me and him are both broke. Right, so, right. Because I had just recently had to sell my grander, which sucked but it's gonna help yeah. me in the long run i'll get it back it's a card i i think icelander may be among the better to play it with uh the the Horsham. because if you arsenal a card you can fuse and then you play it fuse on their turn that's revealing the card like oh i'll gain a life that sounds great play a thing gain a life on your turn you fuse a card gain a life and depending on how the like the cards and the resources line up, you could also play it, like play a two cost, uh, on your opponent's turn, have one floating, gain a resource. Now I have a waning moon anyway. That's true. Or, but then it, you just get kind of screwed because you got a fuse on your turn yeah. as well. Yeah, I I think it's something I I would experiment with, uh, if she wasn't about to be illegal everywhere. That's but. fair. So what we do is we take the championship belt that we re previously had, and it says you must equip it. When you equip it, play put Corsham into play. At the start of each player's turn, they must reveal a card. At random. Interesting. That way Corsham never leaves. 
you not it's only like it's not just one person getting Corsham effects. And yeah, there is still a way for Corsham to leave. Wildly unlikely that people play it. Uh but Uprising did drop Channel the Bleak Expanse. That is if memory serves, it has the same well, text you... as all the channels. But it has the players cannot draw or reveal cards There's an... or search their decks. Yeah. So if you play that into a fun UPF game, you are the villain and you <laughs> die first. I, I stand by, and I, I bought, I snapped them up as soon as I saw it spoiled. Uh, and of course now it's not going to matter because she'll be gone. Um, but I had picked up three foil down on the bleak expanses the moment we saw new prisms uh, hero text. Because you get to say, no, in fact, you do not find your figments. You do not get them to, get them to field for free. Herald I never Adair, even thought about that. But nobody can play it against Herald her. Edition hits? Except for Icelander. You absolutely do not draw cards. Put that back. Interesting. Now, again, it doesn't matter. Uh both because Wizard already has a bad time into Illusionist. What with the whole not really having poppers. A bull lantern might. But that's a special case. Which, speaking of bull lander, I'm pretty sure a bull lander won the battle harden yesterday. It might be. I, I didn't track the... Uh... The, the final match, I know it was I know it was Rose versus an Icelander I don't know if it was a, a Bull Lander or a Standard It was Bull Lander They had Goliath Gauntlet in the arm oh, slot. Oh, yep, locked it in <laughs> Only reason I know is they um, banished them and put it on yesterday gotcha, on the TV. Gotcha, gotcha and I looked up, I saw Icelander, and then I looked and saw Goliath Gauntlet, and I went, alright, that's Bullander. Uh, PA Locals had an amazing showing uh, yesterday. Yes. Uh, First off, shout out to Will for pulling Cold Foil Shiana and then Cold Foil yeah, Heart. Yeah, Cold Foil Heart of Findle and a Cold Foil Shiana within like an hour of each other. <laughs> Bonkers. Uh, that man... Sold them immediately, uh, which I can't exactly blame him for. Um, no. But he did pick up, in exchange, like the... Will, for those of you who don't know... Oh. I'm haunted, I guess. What the heck was... Th I was like, what the heck was that? Uh, stuff just fell off my bookshelf. For no reason. You're nowhere near it? No. No, I'm sitting, chilling, on oh. my chair. <laughs> <laughs> well... Derek's going to be the next star of the next uh, paranormal activity. It's true. It's fine. <laughs> Nothing valuable dropped. I'll fix it later. But anyway, uh, for those of you who don't know, Will is one of our uh, many brute forever players here uh, in Central PA. And so he picked up with his trade-ins uh, both Cold Foil Claws, 
cold foil scab skin leathers, uh, cold foil skull horn, gambler's gloves. This man flexed out with the stuff he loves instead of two things that's like, they're cool, they're collector's stuff, but they're not valuable to him. I believe he also got a rainbow foil Ivafidia. And after all that, still had money to take home. That's insane. I'm yeah. so happy for him. Uh, yeah. Unbelievably excited. Um, but yeah, we had both Rose in second uh, and our good buddy Dex in the third place at the the Battle Hardened. Uh, I want to say Will said he was in 13th or 14th. Uh, he also had a very, very good showing. Uh, Will was on the uh, the Berserk plan for Reinar uh, and pulled off a bonkers combo uh, twice. The One of the matches he said he uh, popped off at uh, he was still at what, 35 life? And he blitzed someone down to zero for the win, still had three cards in hand. Insane. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. And he did that kind of thing uh, twice. In, and he did it on stream yes. once. Yes. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm so annoyed that the picture that he took uh, has so much glare. Because uh, he, he did send one to us. Uh, I can see here there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, eight cards on the chain, a skull horn, and a meat axe. Uh, and I can also see that there are at least five cards in his pitch zone and one more action point. I see, yeah, I see Berserk, I see Sand Sketched. And then I don't know what after skin yeah, sketched. I, I think it might I be a blood rush. blood rush, but and then wild ride into wild ride into, um, oh my gosh. I think that's the one. That's the regular one that gets go again, or is that the one that says draw a card? Uh, that looks like savage feast. I think that's the draw card. Or no, because savage feast one. is the one after yeah. skull horn. Um, is it breakneck battery? That car into Skullhorn, into Savage Feast, into Skullcrack, into Meatax. Insane. Absolutely insane. And this was against the Dromai. Yeah. It's, uh... I love that build. It's so good. Oh no, he said I did it twice. I thought he said I did it on stream. Mm. Oof. Not sure, that would have been crazy to do it on stream. I thought it said I did it on Twitch. So. Right. But, yeah. So, he also had a, an absolute blast at the Battle Hardened on top of those ridiculous pulls. But, yeah. It was a, a good Insane. time by everybody on the, the Battle Hardened pit. Uh, 
ridiculous, incredible. That's... I really wish I could have been there, but just was not one of the ticket. Yeah, one, one of the Grand Archive players last night said, asked, you know, he's you know, how competitive is the flesh and blood scene around here? And me and Nigel just looked at him, and Nigel goes, well, this is the most competitive store. He's like, but within, like, two-hour driving range to this store, we have a lot of good players. And then he listed, like, Cody Williams, we have Rose, we have Dex. Um, I know there's plenty, there's Riley. Um, there's so many people within the, like, two-hour range that can just get to that store. Right that it's uh, any like event is going to be competitive I, but in a fun way all of them are a delight to play against like except for dex dex always <laughs> against me. that's a personal gripe you have okay he's fantastic very personal i'm not saying he isn't but he i think his dice are loaded <laughs> when he plays me i think like when i sit down those dice just go there's no one or two I, I have had him lose it's games to six. his scabs before against me. I, I know they're fair. Maybe he just gets the, the I'm, good no, ones out to play you. I'm, I'm saying when I sit down, they become loaded. <laughs> like, the dice look at me and go, yep, that's Brandon. Only yes, fives and 100%. sixes. That I can believe. It's like it's like the pack when you sit next to it, it becomes exactly. a fabled. His dice, when I sit ne- across from him, become five and six only. Oh, also, uh, last thing to toss on top of the uh, the social play thing uh, that we did. Tanya remembered partway through that, oh, right, it's, it's the first day for the Jack-O-Lantern promos. Other people have been buying boxes, and she went and found everybody that bought boxes and handed out the promos that they were supposed to get. Uh, so I traded in uh, a couple of cards... So I was like, I need the jack-o'-lanterns. I'm going to get a box. Um, and it, it could not have worked out better. I got some of the last cards I needed for Teclavasen. Uh I got the Extended Art Warband, which I immediately started trading with Josh for. <laughs> um, and then I got a Cold Foil uh, Shriek Razors which I had just that morning finished a trade with Josh for the rainbow ones. <laughs> the the most luckily unlucky person. Uh, but, man, it was a wild, wild box. Sounds like, It sounds literally like print is very hit or miss right now with these like even with Dust Till Dawn, it's like very it was very hit or miss. Like if you hit, you hit big. If you missed, you missed big. Yeah. Kind of thing. I think there is more value in bright lights than people are giving it credit for. Um, but I don't necessarily know that it is uh, worth it. I'm. I'm personally, I've got two boxes. I don't need to open anymore. Unless I, like, somehow get packs from winning. Right. That's about the only time I'm, I'm doing it. Um, I'm gonna save my money and probably go a little harder into heavy hitters than I should, but it's Guardian, so... It's Guardian is and Brute. Third for uh, me. And then, you know, with yeah. whatever I get, you'll have trade value with all of the warrior stuff I'll want off you. <laughs> and I still have IOUs from what I was supposed to do with That's Dustin true. Vaughn. 
that I never did. It it happens. <laughs> I don't I don't care. You told we talked about it. Because it was like, hey, I'm gonna take some of these IOUs and cash them in at Dust Till Dawn for Leviah stuff, and you're like, okay, and then I'm yep. off Leviah. Immediately dropped Leviah. Which, before we round up here, I do want to tell this story and give a shout out here. So I recently sold my Cold Foil Leviah. Um, I think for the most part, I'm. I don't get me wrong. I'll probably eventually go back to her, but for the time being, I'm probably gonna stick on Bravo. One because uh, me and Derek talked before. I, I'm probably not going to play much CC or Armory for a while. One, because the promos don't interest to me. Two, um, I told him I like sleep. Like, the one that I would usually attend on Wednesday, um, I would usually drop my wife off for work and then go to. But right now, my wife is off of work, so I just wake up. I'll wake up in time, but I wake up at, like, 2 in the afternoon instead of, like, 3, 4. And then I'm just, like, what's laying in bed, and then I just take a nap around 5. So, third shift is kind of yeah. killer. I think eventually I'm going to hop off of it, and then I can do more armories. And Friday, Fridays just aren't always the best, so... They're not. So It's it's tough. A lot of stuff competes for the Friday night free time for, for everybody. Yeah. Uh, that's, you know, it's it's been one of the reasons why... Uh, there's not a ton of people out Friday nights for uh, yeah. Owl's Armories because you know some people are are going out to to movies, going on dates, you know, doing whatever. Um, some people have just had a long. And with week. this being like like was it last week with... or the week before? Uh, we all just kind of agreed. Yeah, yeah the week before uh, we're all just beat. And we played Phasmophobia yeah, yeah. together. We all just kind of agreed. Nobody ended up showing up for Armory that week because we were all exhausted. The next day was the Banished Zone 1K, and we... No, that was the Pro or, Quest. Yeah, it was both. It was a 1K and a Pro Quest. Oh, yeah, I forgot it, it was a 1K. Was, yeah. And so we all just took a day off because you need it. You can't always be... Like, I play a boatload of Flesh and Blood. A boatload. Because, uh, I don't know if I... Have I been mentioning that Farbaco's doing it on Mondays now, and I'm the TO for that? I don't know if that's come up on the I show or not. I think you have. I, don't, I think you've mentioned it a couple times, but we haven't really... I think we only had one episode since it's fully started. Yeah. Um, so now I'm not only playing twice a week, but also TOing uh, once a week... And then miscellaneous tournaments and free play events and all that as we go. Uh, sometimes we just need a break. No matter how much you love the game. And honestly, like, we're in, like, the slow period right now as well. And it's the holidays and, you know. So taking a break isn't always bad. I, like, I really enjoyed playing Phasma. We st I streamed it, so... Maybe we'll start, like, I'll tweet out whenever I start, we stream Phasmophobia. You get to hear me, Jason, and Derek. Well, me and Jason scream like girls, and Derek just in the trailer, making sure <laughs> we're not watching for activity so we don't die. Because that's what we told him to I'm do. I'm very good at the trailer. I can I can tell people when the number's <laughs> high. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, a bunch of us are now getting into Blood Bowl, so... 
there's Friday nights are going to be honestly fun because some people might not want to do armory might with all, a bunch of us having blood bowl teams six going to be what five five of us almost four Still to five some people might just want to stay hey let's take a night off and play some blood bowl you know so and there's nothing wrong from taking a day off from a game that we love because sometimes you yeah. just do need a break sometimes you need that switch up But, so anyway, this got us into this, this got us way off topic. So anyway, I sold the Leviathan. Yeah. And so she's, she's, really off topic. she's higher priced. I listed her as light played to moderately played because she had a little bit of whiting on the back. You know, I, so I think like near mints 180, I listed it at a hundred, you know, I'm That's fair, a great tried to be as fair as I could with the price. Yeah. I tried to be as fair as I could. Um, and the person I sold it to was just like, Hey. Do you mind, you know, sending a picture of yourself with it, you know? And I'm like, yeah, well, just to confirm, you know, it's yours and stuff. I'll, I'm like, I have no problem, you know. It's a high value item, um, so taking a two second picture just to, you know, help someone out, you know, no, I'm not a scammer. I'm fine with. If it was like a sink below, I would be like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. A cold foil of I, I will gladly do it. And so with everything that I sell any of my cards, I always drop one of our business cards in there. And I sent Derek the what happened. And so, first off, shout out to Cody. <laughs> um, thanks for buying my Levi and thanks for being a listener. Um, and he messaged me when he got it saying, you know, I feel so bad. I didn't put two and two together until I opened Spotify and realized your podcast is one <laughs> of the ones I listen to. So, Cody is now the proud owner of the Leviah that I was playing when we started Keeping this podcast. Keeping the family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, shout out to Cody. Thanks for buying my Leviah. Hope she treats you better than she treated me. Hopefully there's fewer rune blades in your area. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, she didn't treat me no, terrible. you were really solid on her. I just... Yeah. I had a lot of fun, too. I just went, like I said, Bravo, I kind of just, he was my default back, too. I probably could have defaulted back to her after Vincent, but I think I needed some time away from Blood yes. Dead. Uh, that's that's where I'm at now with uh, with Teclavasen. Uh After that four card, four hands in a row, no attacks. I went, yeah, I need to play something else. <laughs> I'll I'll still play Leviathan or Leviathan. I'll never play Leviathan. I'll still play Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> How come we won't go to Dory? Why don't you go back to Dory so we could start? We could have a little time where we're back on the our original people. Uh, I am waiting for Dory for uh, for heavy hitters. All right, I understand that, but here's my counter argument: you got to get the rust off. The rust, the rust ain't there. Uh, I I played against who was it? I I cracked out the deck. To, to show it off to a new player. Uh, and... Or no, I... That's right. It was at one of the... It was at one of the... Farboco armories. We had a new player... Uh, that... Uh, bless their heart... Uh, Will... Said, oh, I've got a spare deck. Here's a Decimator Dor uh, Dorinthia deck. Oh, no. Now... 
Will has a a habit, uh, as a fair amount of our locals do. Uh, Josh in the area buys a ton of like the the foreign language history packs, so we've got easy access to it. We can get the bulk off them real real quick. So wouldn't you know it, handing a a fresh to the game player a deck that's maybe a third German. I don't think that works too well for it's not great. German. Uh, that's that's like me handing someone my cane. Of course, that was the one day that I wasn't there on time. Um, I, I had a doctor's appointment. You know, everything fired off normally, but I I wasn't there to either a offer a English deck. Uh, so I spent the rest of the armory. Uh, I cleared it with all of his opponents, um, sitting with him and going like, for one, okay, so here's what this card actually reads. Because <laughs> uh, he spent the first game, because I wasn't there for the first game, uh, with a, a German Braveforge Bracers and Refraction Bolters. So he just went, I don't know what these are, and didn't do anything with them. And they're some really solid parts of the deck. Uh, yeah. But then having things like German Fate for Scene. He didn't. It, he couldn't even read that it was a defense reaction, so he had just been pitching them away earlier. So, I don't know what this card does. It goes right. in the pitch. So we worked together on the on the hands, so he could like get through the motion and go. Oh, this is how warriors supposed to work. Um, and so that went pretty well after that, <laughs> but. That's that's when I was looking and went, yeah, no, the the rest ain't there. Because uh, we were able to successfully mind game uh, our opponents, even on the Decimator. Uh, and that's, that's a deck that Poor I didn't guy. even know the cards in. Like, I have no idea. Poor uh, he also obviously didn't know the cards, let alone the, the English ones. <laughs> um, so, like, no sideboarding was done. I feel so then, bad. There were some cards that shouldn't have been in certain matchups, but we weren't worried about it. Uh, he was there to learn. Did he, he have did. fun at Came least? Came back the next week after he my, learned uh, what the cards played were. Played my Bravo deck, and then I felt really bad. <laughs> so I had put together. I I took my Bravo deck apart because I have my my weird goofy uh, Bravo deck normally, uh, and I had taken that apart because. Uh, Jason had asked, can you put me through the ringer on Bravo? Uh, I want to prep for pit. And so I said, yeah, you want, do you want aggro or do you want like a, a more defensive? What's the, what's the vibe? He said, aggro. I said, cool, sure. Uh, and I realized for one, uh, I apparently only have two spinal crushes. That was a surprise. Oh, um, so I did the standard thing, and I proxied the third using the blank magic cards. And of course I wrote my own art. Like, drew my own art. Yes. <laughs> and so th I forgot that was in there when I handed him this deck. Uh, and, and he saw that before he saw the regular Spinal Crush. And he just had to go, hey, hey, Derek. <laughs> what am I looking at? <laughs> uh, and this, this Spinal Crush... I did my best at drawing uh, Bane breaking Batman's back. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Is not good. <laughs> you got, I want to see this I, I will. I will break it out and send you a picture. Uh, it's really not good. So he had, <laughs> he had to look at that. Um, and like after the first time, he understood. Like the important information was on it. Um, no, it it had. I, I just put no go again because I wasn't going to write out the whole text block. There was the nine power, the three mm-hmm. block, the five cost. Um, but I didn't denote anywhere that it was like red, for example. Um, oh. Because in my head, of course, like I was going to be the only one piloting it. Yeah, it's red. And then, of course, he picked that one, and I forgot it was in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I also. This man's just getting all kinds of weird decks. He's probably like, what the heck's for, going for on a here? second reason, too, because I didn't have... I swore I packed them into the box, but I didn't have my tectonic or my crater fist in the box. Did you have... Oh. So, I I said, alright, here, we're gonna proxy it in with, like, a flame scale furnace, so at least shows, like, the right amount of block, shows that the ability costs one. Um, and we talked him through mm-hmm. the ability, and he understands the game enough now that that was good enough for him. And we we told okay. him for the uh, uh, for the arm piece, just like it blocks two, then it blocks one, and it's done. That's its text. <laughs> Technically, it can do a separate thing, but it's rarely yeah. used. Did you remind him, did you tell him the tectonic doesn't yes. break? Yes, uh, And okay. his opponents were good enough to remind him of that as well. Because um, he went to flip it over one of the times, and, and I forget who it was. When, no, no, that one sticks around. You're good. Okay. Alright, I feel bad for him, uh, though. And he also, uh, because at his first session, like the first time he was out, uh, as as is the area... Half of the table was brutes, um, so Jason brought him a uh, you know bulk Reinar deck to to get started on the brute life because uh, he said he was interested in that too. Even better. But we've got all sorts of new players swinging around. Uh, it's it's a good time for the area. I think we had two new people at fourth wall this week too. Uh, one of them was was Ooh. fully ready to play. Um, uh, he was also on Bravo, uh, and he has the cards for Azuri showing up. And then the other person was at the. I just want to watch. Um, I'm very interested. Okay. I don't know enough. I don't want to get into it just yet. Here to watch, and that was fine. That's fair. That's fair. Especially because fourth wall is is where a lot of us bring out the more competitive stuff, um, and uh, Rose and Jasper and Dex and Will were all here on their like let's go we're we're hitting Pittsburgh Dex, <laughs> uh, so they were just trashing everybody. But yeah, I'm very excited for the next coming weeks. Uh, also, it's only going to be a matter of time until we get the most important spoiler of the year. 
the new no, heroes. Those are trash. All oh, the, the December, December promo. Promos. Yes. <laughs> I'm just like the new here. I'm because I'm over here. Like when I think about heavy hitters, I'm like, what are they putting in, in there? I'm. I am very interested in what's like, happening in heavy hitters. Don't get me wrong. But the most important spoiler of the year is, in fact, the December promos. That is one that I will probably hit all the armories yes. I can on. Uh, because I love the December promos. If it's anything promos. like the previous ones, um, I'll be leaving the month with, uh, what, eight of them? I was like, I know I had like two extra when I only did, when I only did uh, Al, so if I do... If I do Farbo, Al, and Fourth Wall every week, I'll have oh, yeah. extras. Uh, you'll you'll likely have extras after the the first week. Because <laughs> like typically these have <laughs> no been because UPF only, um, or a cracked bobble. And I assume it's going to be the same that we're going to get something that is UPF I, I would only. Hope. I wonder if we're gonna get some like more like flavor like we did with the the X Men. I hope gift. so. I I think they ought to do a, a story like that again. That would be so cool. Maybe do something for like. Okay, so what they could do, and it's probably not gonna happen, but what they could do is since we have the heavy hitters coming up, and that's kind of like the uh, the gauntlet area, you know, like the deathmatch area. They do something like what happened in World War Two, where the ceasefire happened yes, for Christmas. Yes, the soccer game. Except it's Brutes versus Guardians kicking around some random person's head. <laughs> the Warriors on the sideline watching. Or would it be Warriors versus Brutes and Guardians are the referee? That feels right to me. That feels... I don't know. Maybe. That way you still get everybody in the mix. Maybe it's an early preview at, like, a wager mechanic. Uh... Oh yeah! What a plot twist! We don't actually get a December promo this year. It's just the new hero, and it's Cox. God, I would be so uh, happy if we could get Cox for Christmas. <laughs> oh my god! So we got the bobble socks and now exactly. Cox. It's perfect. Next year we're gonna get for rocks. those who don't know what we're talking about. Uh, if you look on the, the flavor text of Smash and Performance from Dusk Till Dawn, uh, or, no, that was in Bright Lights. That was in Bright Lights we got that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, the quote is attributed to Cox KOX. And so a lot of us have been wanting uh, a hero, like a hero card for that. Well, I mean, they gave us Crank, so I think we might be getting I, I hope so. him as a hero. They knew what they were doing. They, you can't say right. they didn't. We're all we children. Are. There's a reason this game is 16+. plus. <laughs> all right, Derek. That's about all the time we have this week. Uh, first off, I wanted to see if I can do this. We haven't done it in two weeks. Let's see if I can do it without any rust. All right, make sure you check out the Banish Zone, BanishZone.com, for all your tabletop and gaming needs. Blood Bowl, um, Game Workshop, Warhammer 40K, 
Flesh and Blood, Pokemon, Magic, and a little bit of Yu-Gi-Oh! as well as some a little bit of Digimon, Final Fantasy, and Lorcana. And Grand Archive. They did. Um, they have Lorcana Leagues every weekend. Every Saturday they have Grand Archive every Saturday. On the... Let me just double check the date here. I think it's the 16th. They have a Grand Archive Store Championship. Where at 16 players they will be giving out... ACSR. If, if you don't know what a CSR is, I can't really. I think it's just like a, it's the hero card or what special. It, it's it's I the think there's some of like the playable cards. Um, from my yes. understanding, from and it has, conversations with with Grand Archive players, it is a a one per case uh, rarity. And it has like the artist signature yeah. stamp on it. So think of so basically think of like the R card from Magic that's an actual playable card that has the stamp signature kind of thing, but rare. Very very rare. All right, so they have that coming up in December. Let me just double. Yes, it is on Saturday the sixteenth. Not only do that, they do Flesh and Blood on demand usually every day of the week as well as Armories on Sunday. If you are new to the game and want to curious about how it goes, stop out at Warnersville and check them out. They will help you learn the game, and they have tons of cards that will help you get your deck to where it needs to be banishzone.com make sure you check them out or if you're in Warner close by go check out Wernersville stop in say hi great people great prices great it is time worth the trip every um, time. they do and and they have a skirmish on the 9th for that's blitz for fab so night Saturday the 9th they have a skirmish Saturday 16th, Grand Archive Store Championship. They will be having tons of Black Friday deals. We will talk about them next week when they are announced. Again, BanishZone.com. And if you create an account, you get 1% back as store credit. Next, the Etsy store um, for my wife, Wapak Crafts. If you are interested in a Dragon Egg Dice Bag, we... First off, if you can just message me. I can do it off Etsy. You know, make it a little bit easier for both of us. If you want to do an Etsy, that's fine too. Um, Dragon Egg Dice Bags. Uh, we're probably going to be getting that updated here now that they're coming back and finishing Jason's Cloak. With other products that she does, it does take her a little bit. So you will have to give it, depending on the project and how much yarn it's going to need, it will take us some time. Because as I told Derek and he witnessed... Jason's cloak, they only stocked three, I think it's skeins yep. is what they're called, of the yarn. So I we had to go to like Hobby Lobby like every week to try and get yarn for this cloak. Absolutely baffling. What a business practice. <laughs> that really did more and we would just always get there when there was three left. Um, so, Wapa Crafts. And last but not least, our Patreon. Doc, so Patreon.com slash Showtime. We missed the September episode, the October episode, so we're going to try our best to give you two November episodes, and I think we might be able to do that with, hope, unless Derek has a busy week of Thanksgiving. Yeah, we'll make it work. Hopefully. Even Saturday, Sunday, or even Friday if you're not working. We'll get some episodes up there for you, and you're going to get what happened I did, what I did in the uh, show earlier. So you will be getting that. We'll probably be doing our live show, I'm thinking, in December. And maybe a giveaway in January to start off the year. So, 
patreon.com slash steelbladeshowtime. Follow us on Twitter. We're not that. I don't tweet that much, mostly because I don't have the time right now. But if you like us, give us a like. Give us Tell your friends about us. We're, if you're in the area, come play UPF with us. It's a great time. Any last words, Derek? Remember, kids, don't play Rune Blades. You'll draw bad hands. That is our, what do they call it, the, uh, it's the, th- the breaking news, or whatever. The more you no, know, the... it's the PSA. Yes, thank you, that's what the PSA, I'm like, breaking news, it's not breaking news, it's the PSA. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode, and we will see you next week.